Hi, my name is Jack Cornell. I'm the Emotional Orphan. I'd like to welcome you to the Social Yet Distance podcast, where we'll tackle topics such as poetry, literature, small press, uh, book releases, politics, mental health, a whole wide variety of topics, just about anything. And we look forward to you coming and visiting with us on a weekly basis. We hope to have one, two, or three podcasts a week up and uh, to get a YouTube channel going in conjunction with it. So we look forward to seeing you. Thanks for joining us on the Social Yet Distance podcast. First reading of the new year featuring Heiner Pimbach. Very exciting. The girl with the self-locking jaw. In all the polar permutations of the light, a girl of disciplined regret, her yellow dog, behold, a truly silver moon. Moon minus metaphor or precedent, the usual tear in a bimbag sky, a black mailer's moon, weird fictions will stop, stop. Breathe out until the lungs are sore with symphony, a symphony of sores. Who will hold me now, a fixed entwined no one? I plant my precautions on his forehead as I leave, he won't look up. In the film of my life I am played by Billy Whitelaw in full-on Mrs. Baylock mode. In the film of my life I am played by Ruth Gordon as Minnie Castavets. In the film of my life I am played by a Jim Henson puppet, a clinically depressed glove. City moons are a brutish tinfoil climax times. This moon is only itself. Moon of a grim chemical conceit. Moon a razor blade beneath a right wing sticker. Moon as nicotine's appeasement circular patch on the inside thigh. None of these. Who will hold me now? No one. The hall of mirrors is moaning. Use soap to smear my hideous face to a basement. In this one, the hunchback is the gypsy. The gypsy is the gypsy. The gypsy gets the girl. What is wrong with wanting to burn the rich in their beds? Beatitudes left blank for their own message, a unanimous fucking currency. To the court of miracles. To the feast of fools. To the throne of bad misfortune. The gargoyle befouling of life besides. We'll throw a party. Bring the boiling oil, bring the molten lead. Moon as an acme safe, moon as a grand piano, moon as a blue typewriter, anything thrown from a window, anything dropped from a roof. Moon like a clawfoot bath falling through the ceiling of the flat below, no. Vanillarist fuck this moon like me. The unrequited thrill of beautiful friends, but no. I do not love to be loved, I like to be overpowered, ignored and forgotten in that order. The feeling of shame is like a light going on, I mean, arrayed at a rave when they raise the lights and everyone scatters, girl and dog walking by the heartbreak boutique, exaggerated cakes for a five or a pop. Traffic is a void tide, turning dispossession and prescription mazes, morgues, awful street, making common cause with gaunt withdrawal, drawling hoax on Twitter feed the culture war, elated saccharine logics of the terminally stupid, a machine for suckling fault forever, and the moon will be only the moon, in the futile proportions of mania, 
as big as the sea as the sky, girl and dog will hold each other. Where the cold is carving, is shining a light at the back of your throat, looking for the reddest word and asking if it hurts. You had one job, Karen, to be born of a jackal, to be bitten by a radioactive spider, to die clutching the killer's glass eye in your frozen fist. You couldn't even do that, could you, you silly bitch, and listen, Karen, Mandalay's a fulsomely mortgaged bust, so quit your quincing on a balcony. It is not the east, you are not the sun. Fair skin, envious of freckles, grow up, outgrow these slums of grabbing sorrow, walk away. Don't keep on stretching your scurvy pout. Year after year, like a pair of old leggings, it isn't cute, it never was. Through days of jinx and hoax, the river's alternating stink drains, detergent drains and on. Penalty deterrent threat, a headscarf and a hospital, these things await. Life turns a despising smile to tedium, your face a subtle stain you soak in wine. Don't fall in love with a girl adept of roses whose tears are crocodiles. Don't fall in love with boys, with teachers, poets unpredictable and fake. You had one job, to defend the title, to take first watch, to keep the fire from going out. And you forgot to feed the wolves, Karen. Now your worst thoughts squats on the side of your plate like a dark cake and you're eating your own heart out. Karen, Karen, you'll shit a synonymous gold. They'll snog your swooning tropes. They'll do a silky little murder in the rue morgue, in your morgue of passé rue. Today is Christ's face, his wounds made plausible with thorns, looking up and away like a catalogue model. Dogs tethered in severity and you, all grunting muscle, made stupid with effort. Do the skin routine, the routine skin of honestly Karen. How do you solve a problem like you? Rain in its insect recital, the London night, a horny polar vortex. Mediocrity is not defeat. Defeat is the glorious carnivore jaws of truly living. You're a chicken bone in a trachea, Karen. The laundry token in a blind beggar's cup. You had one job. Make the dead letter drop. Leave the pistol behind the cistern, the briefcase on the ferry. To die by fire and carousel. By a mumbling mummy's boy nude in a shower. For fuck's sake, Karen. Looking at me with those empty eyes, celibate and callous. Laugh like an echo in a Lubyanka. Laugh like an abstinent Nazi. Like a sweating MC at a purity ball. Here, the bones grow upwards, strong as trees. And if time is a flat fucking circle, it's a beer can crushed on a forehead in a Tesco car park at 3am. Karen, you were supposed to tape that documentary about Francis Bacon. Karen, you were supposed to measure that grass for his coffin. Karen, you left me alone in a beige room with a cutting urge. Karen, you fucking amateur, you lobotomized coquette, you had one job. Die already. Be an omen on the Ides of Pfizer. Gather the mushroom cloud in your mouth. 2021. It was the 10th of January and already things were not going very well. This smile, a witch's cheat, a strangled voice in self-segmenting dactyls, 
on a typical day. Like the getaway driver from a diamond heist, let's say I've been proximate to a cutting beauty. Utopia, the necropole perfected in a violent light. Acicular hurt, crystal habit of loss we hold in needles, each capillary pain implied, applied, impaled, deployed. The heart, like Anatasi, gravid with a false heat, a brazen head. Outside, a freezing fog, and the new year whispers its acrid oral law. The penalty for stealing, death. For a missed payment, death. For hoping, death. For death, death, and you cannot prove otherwise, you bastard. I've terrible dreams, like a face wrapped in bacon. I've terrible dreams and I type them out, glitching the human loop to friends who say I must learn to hold my head as rigid as a scepter. This smile, you already bastard year, will run through the stumbling ventures of the young, dissect them to a yielding grief that comes apart like corn. On the hill, one virtuous tractor bearing the name of a ruined bride. Old ghosts harping their posthumous sopranos. Bitch, please, I've heard loudest screams in my own immobile head. Rift. Already the year has been busy depressing his lethal keys and men of a windswept conviction. Hunched against the gasworks wall, the lateral gaspers sky subsist, subside, besieged, then speak. In a potholed voice, in a jive bunny medley of bodily malfunction, in a parboiled purblind voice, against this community's stupor, I think of you. In the disreal diesel creep of traffic, I think of you. And us, the acutely lacking young. Your absence, dear, a blank space I venerate stupidly. To walk the ebbing revel of the sea. There are no times but tides, dear. Already the year has been busy. Stoops to the dark, elective nurse of all my softly, softly pains in the cocktail sables of our dyings out. This comely nothing kissed. My dear, my dear, they are taking us back. An angular sunrise idiot with chimneys, oh. Consider the lily and simulate fucking for fun. Run a pink highlighter pen through preludes, orbate sum of under underlining. The 80s is a pet cemetery of little distinction. Mainland boy bam boys, mutable cupids white as mouldy fruit. Repatriate the pale flame of your, my giving missus. How you turn for home like a blazing taper. Telephones purring ransom now, it rings for hours and leave me be to fire. How fire expands the sound of cracking wood. How heat dash sobers the hearth, inevitable smell of you. I long to soak so dumb in the marzipan distresses of a sugar loaf. A loaf we buttered endlessly until... They are sending us back. In my dreams, the plenary, a reservoir of hands enough. Folding a fiver's crisp completion. You were there and you and you. Mean girls with overhyped pamphlets have assembled their stilettos against me. My dear, my dear, 
I follow a cobalt horse picking the shit from its slipstream. There's a hairline crack like a faulting coal and they're sending us back. You do not belong here. You do not belong. Yet we linger, langer limb, possessing and presiding like stoned ghosts. We do not know we are already dead. With meters measured weapons slay me. There is no time to keep but tide. I've stuck it out. All their cod liver fictions. We will not go back, will we? Well, the year has been busy. Stay to count the constellations teeming on a dog's back. In the teeth of this town, they're politic. This is home now, dear. The world is home. Hyena versus vampire. Yeah, it's another one of these, so. Will his heart exceed its serpents? No. His tyrant's salt besotting the mirror is an error where their face lives in sin. Care, a meticulous crease he has ironed into his self-pity. These castle walls are high. These castle walls are built to last women in his walls. Razafa's laden breast exposed, obliged to milk, whose mortar talks these walls to tears. These castle walls are high, so high, against incursions and entreaties. He cannot abide an enemy's neck in a string of pearls, the eyes of a portrait stressing their descent. Here is an antique writing desk. He sits to compose his eloquent threats against his tendons. Oh, woe is me as he fingers his flail in a frilly shirt, old world. Transgressions, graces, velvet saunts. In the forest is hyena a witch of wild devices errant of his arrows. Old world, and he is creaking like a beetle in the cordwood, like a worm in a sleeve, and she sits, sharpens her eyes into green, mineral rejoinders. The night in its spiteous deaths breathes and syndromes of his closeness. Hyena is not afraid, courtiers coughing through their long consumptions, broken skin rebirthing bone. Her dreams desert her, beguiled, disturbed, disguised, running on all falls through all his dynasties, his trinities, his legacies, his widows, daughters, virgins, brides. In his castle are banquets and mandolins, the blood's arrogant behest. In his castle, lutes and tournaments, jewels and a dull jewel set and a golden ring. Hyena is at the battlements, scanning the banishing dark he cannot banish. He reads the news for a topic's chewing, and every rose he pins to himself is fair, is fair, is fair and thick with thorns. Last one in the moral cord up, okay. I am told. The dry land is not a myth. I am told there are women who come with the neatness of an undertaker's sneeze. I am told about myself, by poets mainly. And the freeze-dried stickling of their lauded forms, days of equivocal spleen, dear God, today I am sick, itching, slick with my obsessions. I have learnt eruption from the gulls, a way to make my whiteness mob, my body sings, its curvature of dirt is pasty and assailable. I am told to speak up, to voice all the unsaid sinews of this heart, the heart, one cartoon bicep flexing, one big rubber muscle, I am told. We can live on £30 a week. What to do if my symptoms persist? Of my imploded promise first, arms for the poor and how I let him down. 
A girl is dicking around mudlark at the limits of the criminal. I hate the cocaine coziness of her to death, smugly wayward. One day, diva, you'll be barefoot backstage fixing your own hair. It'd be Mariah Carey advertising fucking crisps. Hyena will not wait for the law to have mercy, nor to be adored. I'm told an animal cannot suffer, but hyena is the suffering tongue stuck out. Her dead name, her deadly name. I mean, love, conditioned and conditional. The pigs in their Dalek glide behind farm foods. Steady rain and KFC with its ugly confederate albinism stink from extractors all day long. Lips meeting with a voluptuary shh. I'm told about love and its low-hanging dopamine. Tedious. Hyena. Annulling a nervous blush by opening a vein, by picturing the key confirming the prison which is literal and everywhere by the way. Her desire is a double negative bear with promise. I am told how brave in spirals of grimacing ecstasy, a guardian interview leaking our feels, oh please enough. I am going spare, I mean, is a poem ever more than a high-pitched whine about legal violence. Ticking of the endometronome is a skew-eyed pain out of sequence fuck. I am told it gets better. I am told to take up yoga. I am told to live what I love. That's it. The Social Yet Distance is sponsored by the Emotional Orphan in the form of production support. We hope that you'll continue to help us grow the show through the purchase of merchandise at Redbubble or some books or broadsides at Gum Road. You can find links on our Anchor page and on all our social media. Thanks. Poem in which I become a bear and fled to the sawtoothed haunts of the forest distended and gestating. The bear had been swelling inside of me, a cervical cyst with a thicket of hair, since ninety-eight. Unkindly form, unkempt and eager-eyed, all her stares were sidelong. Bear would be born, a stiff aura of fur radiating outward like a halo from my cunt. Sundered, surrendered, not knowing how to say so, bear. You could drown in bear, all your precious memories accessible to fire. Bear would be worn on the outside, not your soft bear, stuffed animal eyes turned to the wall. No, not a stuffed bear, but a girl stuffed with being bear. This crypt of thistles, hair quake, hair waltz, a carney's horny bearded bride. A bear is a threshold. A bear is a fur terminus, carnivoran frontiers, self-lubricating howl. In the forest, I licked my shame to shape. There were tremors, there was vomit, until I became upholstered in bear, until I became a sprinting crouch, bellowing my bleak disclaimers to the hills. Come at me, I dare you. My mouth grew long, innovating bayonet. I gathered mass. Pick the crust off a girl, there's a bear beneath. He thinks he did this. They think I think he did this. They think I am sorry. 
I bear as a stain becomes part of the design. I have eaten men alive, corrupted and replete. I have hugged my own consoling bulk all night long. Between maiden and mother, a bear. Her shape stirred into the circumpolar sky like nuts in fucking yoghurt. Not a sky bear eye, no azimuth, no altitude, no catalogue of stars. I choose the damp earth under me, close enough to him to take off his head. In the ancient Grecian world, you can never be blameless enough or powerful enough. There was no single way you could circumvent male violence. That's what these poems are kind of about. Iphigenia. Stapled eyelids, steepled fingers, sleep. My telescope has sleuthed the swarming stars for signs. By telescope, I mean my eye, my eye is a torch-bearer, rearing its manifold fires, my fires leaping in relays. There's a light inside of men, both permanent and obsolete. This moon has bitter marvels, banalities and guises throws. Some monster stalks my ornamental histories, sluggish centre, vervain, silver, shimmer, rooter, all my apotropic charms, staunch and bane, my ruing herbs, and I would sleep succumb to its eddying medicine, but sleep is a false friend and plenty enough of that when I am. Stare into the riddling abyss of self-absorption. The mirror turns my calculations, jagged my saffron robes to rope. I come at myself obliquely, in a semi-circular motion, my eye bags are crowned with cotton balls. A girl is a kind of professional orchid. My veil becomes oblivion, I practice myself through a fine tool mesh. Oh, girling fate, textbook of transparencies. Maiden is a cod liver word mutating in a liturgical spoon. I know what's coming. Father on the stairs, creaking to correct my gravity. He's prepared a pyre, a paraffin digression among the heaped briquettes. A big man now, all his principles distilled to oath inside a smoky glass. A bad day concentrate in a chipped tooth in a nicked chin in tiny tissue paper squares. His uniform buttoned to comeuppance, and up he comes. Something shiny and primitive is polishing itself along the edge of my presentiment. His eyes are running like undercooked egg. He has muck on his boots. He bears the green dirt like a perfume, has kicked the malfunctioning flora into heaps. There's a knot tied in his tight white binding. My spine is a ribbon for stringing beads. Here is the knight's girdling hand. My thighs move into alignment. He says my name. My name becomes a blush, becomes a tunnel to redundancy. It wasn't just gods and heroes that were super rapey and stab-happy. It was also mortal men. My life is a popular freeze. I had my cults and carvings, zoanon and effigies, small wonders worked in wood. I laid the path, I made the mark, from Ipecaca rhizome dried, I drew the dark set spinning sun and moon. This world was never yours, you soft-boiled boys. But now my sheeted icons stare from cat-piss-peeling corners, and the room is bare. Listen.
egged on and three sheets on shore leave Peleus liked a sickle place in me. My filaments and lamellae, my fertile surface, fruiting body firm, these gills, these scales more lachrymose mouths. Cry all you want, decanting the day's quota of honeyed doom into the shape of me. I had my acolytes, my aspects, all my subtle ways of raving, his damask anaglyptus shints, theory of hysteria, wandering woo, my chambered brain was wayward. Honeycomb's compressive strength, my suspect structures riddled from within. I was a snake, I was a lion in a fire and a strong wind wheeling his ship toward the rocks. His was an abductor's grip, proficient finger crooked into a fishhook pun, caught, landed, gaping, would strip entreaty out of air had I breath. The taste of his flesh burns brackish, I am a razor-shell pride apart. I had my rights and prophecies. In nine months' time they'll hang me at the end of a jetty like a shark. Slit my belly and see what falls out. A license plate. A glass amphora. A mostly mortal child. And that's all from me, because more feminist reinterpretations of Greek classics was exactly what poetry needed right at this juncture. But, yeah. Enjoy. Here at The Social Yet Distanced, we sincerely hope that you enjoyed the art that we share tonight. It's kind of what we do. And we'd also like to help share your words and arts as well, so please, let's talk. Follow us on all our socials, and if you're inclined and able, consider supporting our production costs via the support section on the main Anchor page. And of course, like, subscribe, share, and smash, whatever the hell that means. And if you want to ask a question on a future episode, or if you want to leave a 60-second poem, just click on the message link on the main podcast page at anchor.fm forward slash emotional orphan and record your question or your poem in a, in a voicemail. You can also find links to our socials, merchandise, and broadsides there as well in all of the uh, episodes of this wonderful podcast. Thanks for coming by and we'll see you next week. Thank you.